Kafka on the Shore, Chapter 28 For a man his age, Colonel Sanders was light on his feet and so fast that he resembled a veteran speed walker, and he seemed to know every nook and cranny of the city. He took shortcuts up dark, narrow staircases, turning sideways to squeeze through the narrow passages between houses. He leaped over a ditch, hushing a barking dog behind a hedge with a short command, like some restless spirit searching for its home. His small white-suited figure raced through the back alleyways of the town. It was all Hoshino could do to keep up. He was soon out of breath, his armpits soaked. Colonel Sanders never once looked behind him to see if he was following. Hey, are we almost there? Hoshino called out impatiently. What are you talking about, young fellow? I wouldn't even call this a walk, Colonel Sanders replied, still not turning. Yeah, but I'm a customer, remember? What's going to happen to my sex drive if I'm worn out? What a disgrace, and you call yourself a man. If a little walk's going to kill your desire, and you might as well not have any to start with. Jeez, Hoshino muttered. Colonel Sanders cut across another side street, crossed the main road, oblivious to the traffic light, and continued walking. He strode across a bridge and ducked into a shrine. A fairly big shrine by the looks of it, but it was late and no one else was around. Colonel Sanders pointed to a bench in front of the shrine office, indicating that Hoshino should take a seat. A mercury lamp was was next to the bench, and everything was as bright as day. Hoshino did as he was told, and Colonel Sanders sat down next to him. You're not going to make me do it here, are you? Hoshino asked anxiously. Don't be an idiot. We are not like those deer that hang around the famous shrines and go at it. I'm not about to have you do it in a shrine. Who do you think I am anyway? Then he extracted a silver mobile phone from his pocket and punched in a three-digit number. Yeah, it's me, he said when the other person answered. The usual place, the shrine. I've got a young man named Hoshino here with me. That's right. The same usual. Yes, I got it. Just get here as soon as you can. He switched off the phone and slipped it back into the pocket of his white suit. Do you always call up girls from this shrine? Hoshino asked. Anything wrong with that? No, not really. I was just thinking there's got to be a better place, some place more um, normal, a coffee shop or maybe have me wait in a hotel room. A shrine's quiet and the air's crisp and clean. True, but waiting for a girl on a bench in front of a shrine office, it's hard to relax. I feel as if I'm going to fall under the spell of one of those fox spirits or something. What are you talking about? You're not making fun of Shikoku now, are you? Takamatsu's a pauper city, the prefectural capital, in fact. Not some backwater. We don't have any foxes here. Okay, okay, just kidding. But you are in the service industry, so I was just thinking you should worry more about creating an atmosphere, you know, what I'm saying. Something luxurious to get you in the mood. I don't know, maybe it's none of my business. You're right, it isn't, Colonel Sanders intoned. Now, about that stone. Right, the stone, tell me about it. After you do the deed, then we talk. Doing the deed's important, eh? Colonel Sanders nodded gravely a couple of times, tugging at his goatee. That's right. It's a formality you have to go through. Then we'll talk about the stone. I know you're going to like this girl. She's a top girl. 
luscious breasts, skins like silk, a nice curvy waist, hot and wet, right where you like it, a regular sex machine, to use a car metaphor. She is a four-wheel drive in bed, turbocharged desire, step on the accelerator, the surging gear stick in her hands, you round the corner, she shifts gears ecstatically, you race out in the fast lane and bang, you're there. Hoshino's dead and gone to heaven. You're quite a character, you know that, Hoshino said admiringly. As I said, I'm not in this business for my health. Fifteen minutes later, the girl arrived and Colonel Sanders was right. She was a knockout. Tight mini skirt, black high heels, a small black animal shoulder bag. She could easily have been a model, generous breasts too, spilling out of a low-cut top. Will she do? Colonel Sanders asked. Hoshino was too stunned to reply and simply nodded. A veritable sex machine, Hoshino. Have yourself a ball, Colonel Sanders said, smiling for the first time. He gave Hoshino a pinch on the rump. The girl led Hoshino to a nearby love hotel where she filled up the bathtub, quickly slipped out of her clothes and then undressed him. She washed him carefully all over, then commenced to lick him, sliding into a totally artistic act of fellatio, doing things to him he had never seen or heard in his life. He couldn't think of anything else but coming, and come he did. Man alive, that was fantastic. I've never felt like that, Hoshino said, languidly sinking back into the hot tub. That's just the beginning, the girl said. Wait till you see what's next. Yeah, but man, that is good. How good? Like there's no past or future anymore. The pure present is an ungraspable advance of the past devouring the future. In truth, all sensation is already memory. Hoshiro looked up, mouth half open, and gazed at her face. What's that? Henry Bergson, she replied, licking the semen from the tip of his penis. Mame memilai. Pardon? Matter and memory. You ever heard it? I don't think so. Hoshino replied after a moment's thought. Except for the special SDF driver's manual he was forced to study and the books on Shikoku history he had just gone through at the library, he couldn't remember reading anything except manga. Have you read it? The girl nodded. I had to. I'm studying philosophy at college and we have exams coming up. You don't say, Hoshino said. So this is a part-time job to help pay my tuition. She shook him over to the bed. She took him over to the bed, stroked him all over with her fingertips and tongue, getting another erection out of him, a firm hard-on, a tower of pizza at carnival time. See, you are ready to go again, the girl remarked, slowly segueing into her next set of motions. Any special requests? Something you would like me to do? Mr. Sanders asked me to make sure you got everything you wanted. I can't think of anything special, but could you quote some more of that philosophy stuff? I don't know why, but it might keep me from coming so quickly. Otherwise, I'll lose it pretty fast. Let's see. This is fairly old, but how about some Hegel? Whatever. I recommend Hegel. He is somewhat out of date, but definitely an oldie but goldie. Sounds good to me. At the same time that I am the content of a relation, I am also that which does the relating. Hmm. Hegel believed that a person is not merely conscious of self and object as separate entities, but through the projection of the self via the mediation of the object is volitionally able to gain a deeper understanding of the self. 
all of which constitutes self-consciousness. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Well, think of what I'm doing to you right now. For me, I am the self and you are the object. For you, of course, it's the exact opposite. You are the self to you and I am the object. And by exchanging self and object, we can project ourselves onto other and gain self-consciousness. Volitionally. I still don't get it, but it sure feels good. That's the whole idea, the girl said. Afterwards, he said goodbye to the girl and returned to the shrine, where Colonel Sanders was sitting on the bench just as he had left him. You've been sitting here all this time? Hoshino asked. Colonel Sanders shook his head irritably. Don't be a moron. Do I look like I have that much time on my hands? While you were sailing off to heaven, I was working the back alleys again. She called me when you finished and I rushed over. So how was our little sex machine? Pretty good, I bet. She was great, no complaints. I got off three times, volitionally speaking. I must have lost five pounds. Glad to hear it. Now, about the stone. Right, that's what I came for. Actually, the stone's in the woods right here in this shrine. We are talking about the entrance stone? That's right, the entrance stone. Are you sure you are not just making this up? Colonel Sanders' head shot up. What are you talking about, you dingbat? Have I ever lied to you? Do I just make things up? I told you I would get you a supple young sex machine and I kept my end of the bargain. At a bargain basement price too, only 15,000 yen and you were brazen enough to shoot off three times, no less. All that and you still doubt me? Don't blow a fuse. Of course I believe you. It's just that when things are going along a little too smoothly, I get a bit suspicious, that's all. I mean, think about it. I'm walking along and a guy in a funny get-up calls out to me, tells me knows where to find the stone. Then I go with him and get off with this drop-dead gorgeous babe. Three times. Whatever. So, whatever. So I get off three times and then you tell me the stone I'm looking for is right over there. That would confuse anybody. You still don't get it, do you? We are talking about a revelation here, Colonel Sanders said, clicking his tongue. A revelation leaps over the borders of the everyday. A life without revelation is no life at all. What you need to do is move from reason that observes to reason that acts. That's what's critical. Do you have any idea what I'm talking about, you gold-plated whale of dunce? The projection and exchange between self and object, Hoshino timidly began. Good. I'm glad you know that much at least. That's the point. Follow me and you can pay your respects to your precious stone. A special package deal just for you.